Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. How many times have you learned something in Spanish only to realize that when you actually need to use that word or phrase in a conversation or it comes up in a conversation and someone says something to you that you've completely forgotten it? You know that you learned this before and you can't think of why you can't recall that information at the moment when you need it the most. That's what we're going to dive into in this episode of the podcast. So if you have trouble forgetting things, we're going to touch on some strategies and techniques that you can use to remember and retain the things you learn in Spanish so that you can use them when you need them. Entonces, vamos a empezar. Let's get started. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast. The show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola, bienvenidos al episodio 139. Welcome to episode 139 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. In this episode, we're going to touch on a topic that is something that most language learners have to deal with at some point. You know, even if you have the memory of an elephant, <laughs> you have perfect recall, you know, sometimes it happens that we learn something in Spanish, whether it's new vocabulary, a grammar concept, but when we come across it in either a conversation or if we're watching or listening to something in Spanish and we hear a particular word or phrase, we know we've heard it before, right? We, we, there's something that's telling us, I should know what that means. But for the life of me, I just cannot access that part of my brain right now. <laughs> so if you've been learning uh, a language, learning Spanish, learning anything, 
quite frankly, this is definitely probably something that you've had to deal with. Definitely (laughs) something that you've had to encounter. And it's that nagging feeling that, you know, I know I learned this before and I really should know this, but I don't actually remember right now. And those things unfortunately happen, you know, at those times when we need to remember the most. So in this episode, I'm going to give you some strategies for how you can combat that icky feeling of, you know, I've been studying so hard. I know that I'm learning a lot, uh, but for whatever reason, it's just not sticking. So we're going to talk about how do we get those things to stick? How do we get the Spanish that we learn to stay in our long-term memory so that we can actually use it when we need to use it in the real world? So I'm going to give you a couple strategies. And again, as always, I hope that you take action from what you learn in this episode. So as you listen, please note down at least one thing that you will try this week. So as soon as this episode is over, I want you to jot down or while you're listening, jot down something that really resonates with you that you think that, you know, you'd be able to implement in the next seven days. And I'd love to hear from you if you implement something in this episode and it's working for you. Uh, we're on Instagram. You can always send a DM at Learn Spanish Con Salsa, or you can email us host at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. We love to hear from our listeners, uh, but it's really important for me to know that you're taking action. Okay. So as you listen, don't just listen to listen. Don't just listen to say, wow, that was some cool information. I want you to actually think about how you can implement these things the next time you go to study Spanish or listen to some content in the language. All right. Now, the first thing that I think is is probably the most overlooked is review. This is probably the number one way not to forget things. Now, I know I say review and you're probably thinking, okay, I already knew that, but there is a very specific way that you can do reviews to make them effective. So let's say, for example, you had a lesson last week or the other day with a Spanish teacher or a tutor or a coach, and you had a really good conversation. Maybe you have the recording of the conversation or you have some notes from the conversation. And for those of you in our Spanish Consalsa community, you know, we do provide recordings of the session. So one of the easiest ways to review is to simply listen back or watch the video of the session, right? That way you are getting the content more than once. And as painful as it can be for some of us, (laughs) we get to hear and see ourselves speaking Spanish. And we might also notice things that we want to improve during that process. So review is very important. And one of the easiest things you can do is to simply review. Uh, If you have a recording from a lesson, that's probably the best thing to do or just reviewing your notes from that lesson. And the key is when you do it. Now you want to ideally do this the day after your lesson or the day after you learn some new information. That will be your first point of review. Now, of course, during that learning session, whatever it is that you're reviewing, like again, let's say use the example of vocabulary, you're going to want to review the same thing several times, even within that one lesson. You know, so a a good rule of thumb is like three to five times, you know, uh, as you're learning something that you repeat that process, whether you are trying to understand a concept, whether you're listening to something, you can rewind it and listen to it again. And that's all within the first session. So you want to be using review and repetition throughout your Spanish learning, starting with in the session itself. So even if you're having that session with your tutor, you can say, listen, uh, so earlier I know we talked about this. And at the end of your lesson, you can say, Here are the three things that I learned in our lesson. Uh, Did I get that right? Or, hey, you know, we're working on pronunciation. I was working on my pronunciation of uh, the letter D, for example. I'm trying to say de, whatever it is, right? Did I get that right? You know, 
So doing a review uh, during the lesson, using that repetition within the lesson, doing a review at the end of your lesson, or again, if you're uh, studying on your own at the end of your own learning session, just reviewing what you just learned. And then the day after. Those are the three most important because they, again, they establish that repetition, which as you know, really does help with your memory because your brain loves repetition, not because your brain, you know, has a heart and it's really fond (laughs) of hearing things over and over again. But what repetition actually does and review actually does is it actually calls attention to our brain that, hey, this is important. We need to hold on to this because we've seen it more than one time. That signals to our brain that we need to store it for the long term. So that element of review and repetition is really, really important if we want to retain something. Now, of course, when things are new and novel, then yes, our attention is drawn to them. But those are the things that we quickly forget. When there is something that is repeated that we have um, exposure to more than once, our brain just kind of goes, hey, We need to make sure that we know this in the future because it continues to come up. Uh, Imagine if, you know, you were just kind of looking out the window in your house and you kind of, you know, you kept seeing the same red car drive by over and over again, right? So let's say the first time you saw the red car drive by, you probably wouldn't pay much attention. You go, okay, well, cars drive by all the time, right? But if you see the car again and then you see it a, a third and fourth time, you might go, okay, I need to pay attention to what's going on. Maybe I need to, you know, find out, uh, is this person lost? Maybe I need to, I don't know, maybe I need to be suspicious of this person because people usually don't drive on my block. Like it's the same car and it keeps driving by. Uh, It just calls our attention a lot more because of that repetition because it usually is strange, right? Um, We are, our minds are built to filter out most of what happens around us. So that's why, you know, if we want to retain something and remember it, we actually have to put emphasis and focus on it. And we have to use this review and repetition. So after you do those first few reviews, so you've done the review during your session, you've done the review at the end, and then you've done a review hopefully the next day. At that point, you want to stretch out the interval to a few days later. So anywhere from three to seven days, you want to review that same material again. Uh, And there's different ways to do that. And I'll talk a little bit about some strategies for what to do within your reviews. But right now, just making sure you get in the habit of doing any kind of review that you can and that you do it in these intervals will really, really help increase the likelihood that you will remember these things when you need to use them in the future. And the last thing I would do is, you know, wait uh, again after you wait a couple of days, uh, maybe review again in about a week and then another time in about a month from your initial learning session. Uh, And the reason for that is that's kind of the real test to see, okay, did we really store this in our memory? And every single time we attempt to do that recall, right? Every time we try to think of something, that actually, again, is something that's signaling to our brain. Not only is this important to hold on to because we keep seeing it over and over again, but I keep being asked for this information, right? So it must be important for me to be able to communicate. So just that act of doing this constant recall, you know, where you're saying, okay, what is it that I learned three weeks ago? What did I learn a month ago? And trying to recall that at that point, again, sends a very strong signal to the brain that we need to keep this information and be able to use it in the future. So the first strategy is to review uh, and to review at those intervals that I just mentioned. Now, the second strategy is really, really simple, but it's not often easy. 
Um, and that's to practice regularly. Okay, and regularly might mean different things for different people depending on your schedule. But what I notice is that, you know, if you're learning something again and you're doing the review, that's great, but you want to actually practice using what you know, ideally in conversation. Again, that will help us learn not only how to use the information in context, but also how to think on our feet. So uh, being able to use information in conversation and practicing that on a regular basis is really, really important. And the reason why this is important is, again, for the same reason that review is important. If I know I'm going to be having a conversation maybe once a week, maybe twice a week in Spanish, then my brain, again, is going to pay attention to things during the week that are related to Spanish, to that conversation. I'm going to be retaining a lot more. And I'm also going to be prepared because I know I'm going to be reviewing some of the things that I've learned before, or at least need to have those things at the ready on the top of my mind. Right? So... Regular practice is really, really important. Uh, and I'll give you an example of why. So uh, a friend of mine, and I, and I think we were, we were probably all riding together to a salsa festival because that's pretty much what we do. <laughs> we, go, we go to places where there's dancing. So uh, pretty sure it's one of my friends that dances salsa. Uh, we were sitting in the back of a car, and I think there were about four or five of us. And uh, there's one person there who was a native Spanish speaker, another person who had spent a lot of time learning Spanish and actually had studied abroad for, I think, an entire summer, if not a semester or um, maybe maybe a year, a little bit less than a year, but spent a significant amount of time immersed in Spanish, learning the language. And she was trying to have a conversation with the native Spanish speaker in Spanish. And it was, you know, a really basic conversation. She was asking him a couple of questions. He was he was answering them again. It was pretty, uh, pretty basic. But what happened during the conversation is that she kept pausing. And at one point, she actually said out loud, oh, my gosh, where did my Spanish go? <laughs> Because she's like, I know I learned this stuff. And she was really struggling to put words together because it had been so long since she used the Spanish that she knows. So even if you're a person where you're thinking, look, my Spanish is decent, I can get by or, you know, you don't have any really strong goals right now to learn more or to push yourself to the next level and you're just trying to maintain uh, or you're just starting to learn, you know, whatever, wherever stage you're in, having regular practice that's scheduled will make sure that whatever you have learned so far that you won't lose it. Okay, so it's really, really important uh, to maintain your language level, uh, to have some regular practice built into your life and into your schedule. And just like with uh, reviews as well, it's really great if you can set reminders for these things on your phone and actually have them scheduled in your calendar. That will definitely increase the likelihood that you will follow through. All right. So try to make some time. Whether it's, you know, once a month at the at the most infrequent, but maybe, you know, ideally once a week, if you can, if not every other week, but make some time in your calendar for regular practice. Uh, and this could be through a language exchange. It can be with a friend. It can be that you schedule lessons regularly so that you have them on your calendar. Like I said, even if it's just once a month, that will help you maintain the Spanish that you know. So if you feel like, you know, I've been off right now, I don't really know what to do next. Just the act of having that conversation will bring it back to the top of your mind. And again, all this is about getting our brain to pay attention. So our brain will go, oh my gosh, we're going to be talking to this person in Spanish. So we're going to need to gear up, right? Get, get that stuff queued up and ready. <laughs> so again, having that on your calendar, making it a priority, scheduling it, and having that regular practice in conversation 
will really, really help you maintain the Spanish that you have already learned, even if you aren't learning something new. So regular practice is really important regardless of your level or your current goals. The third strategy to help you stop forgetting the things that you've learned is to come up with your own examples. Now, I always talk about learning in context, right? So when you're learning grammar or vocabulary, you know, I always say it's much better to learn something in context, whether that context is a song or a book or a podcast or, you know, a YouTube video, whatever it is that your content that you're consuming. It's much better to learn words that way or grammar that way versus just saying, okay, I'm going to go get a grammar textbook or I'm going to go get a word list of like, you know, a hundred random words. I'm going to try to commit them to memory, right? Very, very difficult to do much easier when you're learning in context. But to add to that, to kind of boost that, I would also suggest that you come up with your own examples of any concept that you're learning. So whether it's vocabulary, you know, write your own sentences with that vocabulary. So whatever words and phrases that you're learning, think of how you can use those in a real life situation. Don't just write down the context in which you're learning it, but also think about other contexts in which you can use it and begin to imagine those things and how you would use those words. Um, even if you come up with silly examples, right? Those words will be coming from your own voice and you will start to think in Spanish and generate the language for yourself. And that's really important because again, if you're doing the creation process in terms of coming up with these sentences and examples, again, it's giving you that practice and your brain is going, aha, we're actually going to use this stuff. So not only are we seeing it over and over again, you know, we're regularly practicing it, but now they want to use it. Okay. So we're going to have to hold on to it because I know it's going to be useful. So that's really the signal that you're sending to your brain when you say, okay, how can I use this phrase? Let me come up with three different sentences, three different ways that I can use this in a conversation that I would actually have in real life. Okay, so that's super important. The same thing goes for grammar, not just vocabulary. You know, just kind of going through a grammar chart is fine, but like think about, okay, what if I wanted to explain to someone what I did on my summer vacation, right? Uh, so you're not just learning the past tense, you're learning, okay, here's a real context. Here are the verbs that I actually am going to need to use if I talk about, you know, I went swimming. You'll have to know the verb nadar. If you went to the beach, you'll have to know the word for, for beach, which I'm sure a lot of you know is playa. You want to say that you flew on a plane, you have to learn the word avión, right? So think about the things that you actually would have to talk about and begin to formulate those examples as a part of your uh, learning uh, time in Spanish before you get to have a conversation. Because once again, it will increase the likelihood that when you are at the restaurant or hanging out with friends or the next time you visit a Spanish-speaking country and you want to jump in and you want to tell someone uh, about something that happened in your life, this is not the first time you've attempted to do it. And uh, it'll be a lot more likely that at that time that you won't freeze, that you won't just go, oh my gosh, why don't I remember this word? Because you will have practiced it, you will have retained it, it will be at the top of your mind and it will be there when you need it. Uh, and that's the goal for all of these strategies. So uh, I hope that you will be able to implement one of them. Uh, once again, the first one is to make sure you do a review. Uh, within one learning session at the end of the session, kind of like I'm doing now, right? I'm reviewing what I just explained to you, the strategies I just explained to you. You want to also review the day after and then ideally um, again a week or a few days later and again a month later. Okay, so number one is review. The second thing is to prioritize and schedule regular practice in Spanish. Even if you're not learning something new, 
you want to make sure that you have Spanish regularly in your life and conversation so that you can begin to not only, you know, practice new things you're learning, but to maintain and retain the Spanish level that you have. This way you won't end up starting again, you know, in another few months from now or a year from now, and you've completely forgotten and you have to start over from beginner one level. This will make sure that even if you're not learning anything new, that you're going to keep the level that you have. And then next time you really want to commit to more serious study, you'll be able to pick up from where you left off and not start all over again. So regular practice is crucial. I encourage you all to schedule that and prioritize it. Um, even if you don't, again, have a specific goal, just schedule a conversation. You know, it could be a 30 minute conversation um, every few weeks just to kind of keep Spanish in your life so that when you go to pick it back up again, you'll be able to start where you stopped. And lastly, come up with your own examples. Use phrases, words, grammar structures, whatever it is you're learning, you know, practicing your pronunciation, whatever language skill that you're working on, come up with ways in which you would be using those skills, that information, that knowledge, those words, those phrases in your actual day-to-day life to communicate something that you want to communicate. Uh, And the easiest way to do this is to think about the things that you can already communicate in English. Try to say some of those things in Spanish uh, to sort of exercise the new things that you're learning so that you don't forget them. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of the podcast. And as always, I hope that something you heard today has taken you one step closer from beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com.